Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. I am so excited about welcoming today's guest. Jeff Morgan was a pioneer in the men's music that emerged around 1980 and which was so transformational for many. Jeff's path began in New England, matured and deepened in Nashville, and then migrated to Bellingham, Washington. Jeff's healing work continued the whole while, though Jeff's music lay largely dormant for decades, till about six years ago or so, when it sprung fully back to life. Jeff released the album Morning Rising last year with new breadth and depth. From Goodbye John Wayne and Take Back the Night more than 40 years ago, to Day is Coming and Light in the Tunnel released this past year, Jeff Morgan shows us new and better paths to walk. Thanks to Andrew Jansen for production assistance today. There are some bonus minutes of our visit in the full uncut interview with Jeff on northernspiritradio.org. Jeff Morgan joins us via Zoom from Bellingham, Washington. Jeff, how very magnificent to see you after all these decades. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for reaching out to me. I'm sure that there's a million people you met over the years when you were doing music full-time. I met you in Milwaukee a couple times. I saw you performing. It was not a bar or something like that, someplace. Anyway, that was the last time I saw you. When was that? Do you remember? Early 80s. I can't remember exactly when. I guess it had to be later than 1981, because you are responsible, at least in part, for me passing the test with my first wife. Oh, well. She wanted to check me out to see if I was going to be an acceptable partner, person to hang out with. She took me to a friend's house and played three songs, one of which is Leaping Lesbians was the name of the song. Oh, yes. yes. She played Leaping Lesbians, and she played the penis song. (laughs) And the fact that I was happy and good with both of those, she said, okay, I can work with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) So you played a part in my past. Glad I helped screen you. I mean, it's a good thing you passed because, you know... (laughs) So anyway, your music, yours and Peter Alsop's at that time for me were very influential in opening up some eyes that I had had firmly closed before and howling near before either of you. Two artists I admire greatly. Fortunately, I was able to get back in touch with you. You hadn't been doing music for such a long time, but I've interviewed Peter a number of times for both of my shows, Song of the Soul and Spirit in Action. And on one of his collections, he has Shoulder to the Wheel by you. And so because of that, he said, yeah, well, he's up there and you, you maybe can contact him. But So what have you been doing for the last 40 years? Well, I moved to Bellingham from Nashville in 82. 
And I left the commercial music, country songwriting, mostly because of the music that I'd started to write about the changing roles of men and how that had changed my life and trajectory as the kind of performer and songwriter that I wanted to focus on. Plus, it was transformational for me. And I moved out of Nashville for that reason, found my way here. And I'd started to do some touring from Nashville, doing songs of changing roles of men and social justice and ended up meeting my daughter's mother, who was not my daughter's mother yet, at a concert (laughs) in Everett. And she was moving to Bellingham to finish her bachelor's at Western Washington University. And we were pretty crushed out and I was ready to move. And so I used that as an opportunity to make the transition And then just toured for the next maybe six or eight years from here, doing men's music and concerts with some country and some folky stuff because I loved all of it and everything I grew up with. I was raised during the Bob Dylan era, and so Bob Dylan always had to show up somewhere or Phil Oaks or Joan Baez or Joni Mitchell. So there was... I was always woven in. But the audience for my music, I was having to travel a lot in order to make any kind of a living. I was on the road maybe, and it wasn't a lot, but it was maybe 14 weeks of the year. And then then was home taking care of my daughter because her mom worked full-time. And so when I was home, I was a full-time dad. And then when I traveled, I was a full-time musician. And when my daughter's mom and I split up, when my daughter was six, just turning six, I said, I need to stay home more regularly. And I'd had this wonderful interview audit from the IRS. And she came into my little house that I was renting at the time and said, you know, you can't call it a business if you lose money for three years in a row. (laughs) She kind of looked at me with, do you get it? You're not making a living. (laughs) If you lose money for three years in a row, you need to look maybe for other work. And although that wasn't the only impetus, it was just a funny thing that being a musician was, of course, nobody makes any money (laughs) being a folk musician. But audiences had gotten smaller and I was not interested in traveling anymore because I needed to stay home. So I found some work in the nonprofit world, grant writing, and then with an AIDS organization, and then eventually as a community organizing nonprofit director around children and families work and substance abuse prevention. And when that happened, my writing slowed down and I used my music and the community work that I did a little bit as part of meetings, but it became on the back burner for my community work and being a dad. That kept going until I semi-retired You know, I uh, was interested in education and leadership and everything that I'd learned from the men's movement and music led me to social justice kind of work. And so we were doing a lot of equity work. So I went back to school and got a doctorate in educational leadership to sort of reinforce and find out where the foundation was for all of this stuff. So I ended up semi-retiring and then starting to do more music again. And the last six to eight years have kind of rediscovered songwriting and at this stage of my life, I've gotten to where it, I've gotten into some creative nonfiction writing and personal essays and memoir, just writing about what I remember, what it was like growing up. And all of that has come into the music. After writing quite a bit, I decided it was time to record again. And I realized I released a, a CD last May and the, the studio that I recorded it at and, and a local guy here, he said, well, do you know the era of CDs is even over? So I went right from LPs to streaming and missed the CD part and having a, you know, a physical thing. So I'm kind of trying to catch up a little bit with how do you promote and get music out into the world that I care about. 
but I recorded uh, about 12, 14 out songs on this CD last spring that I put out last spring and have been writing more. So I'm pretty excited, actually, that I have more material and, and I get to use writing as a way to discover more about the human experience, what it is to be here as I'm aging, thinking about, so what is this thing that we're doing? And what is it to be at the other end of going downhill? It's sort of, It doesn't feel like going downhill. It still actually feels like it's steeper. But at the same time, I can see the exit door at the end of this hallway and thinking about what does it mean to be present now at this time? And to be honest, I've gotten more interested in a couple of things. And one is to look back at the songs that I wrote in the late 70s and early 80s and refine the thinking because the stereotype of men and women hasn't changed too much, as much as you would have thought in 45 years. Yeah, it's crazy how much it hasn't changed. Yeah. And actually, there's not to call anybody out, but there's some people who were talking about, oh, men have it really hard now. Women have it really well. Girls are encouraged. People of color are encouraged and white men are we're just ignored and oh, poor us. And I'm thinking, this sounds familiar. <laughs> this sounds like what we the whining we used to do, the white men used to do in the 70s and 80s a little bit. But at the same time, when we live with stereotypes of who people are and labels and expectations that don't let us be fully human, everyone suffers. And the spirit is really stifled in men as well as women and all of on the spectrum in between. There's so many people being hurt and so many people hurting others still. And that unfortunately, a goodly number of those are men hurting both men and women, children, so on. Well, people tune into Song of the Soul partly to learn about the musicians, but to hear some of their music. So I think we get started on the music from Jeff Morgan right away. What should we do first? We should probably start with Goodbye, John Wayne. I wrote that song the year that he died. The song was inspired by talking to someone. We were chatting about who John Wayne was, and he said, you know, boy, not even John Wayne could be John Wayne. That was a line that ended up in the song. Not even you could live up to your name. And this was released, was this on your first album? Yes, the one I released in 1980. So John Wayne died in 1979. I had to look this up. It turns out he died on June 11th, which happens to be my birthday. Yeah. And I didn't even know he had died because I was in Africa at the time, Peace Corps. It's not like I got all that news. But one of my best friends growing up from kids, and we were part of standing up for each other's weddings and so on. He sent me a note, and he's not much of a writer, but one thing he had to write was that John Wayne died. So it's home for me. Let's listen to the song, and we'll say a few more things afterwards. Again, my guest today for Song of the Soul is Jeff Morgan, and from his first album back in 1980, here's the song, Goodbye, John Wayne. A shy, winning smile not good with words at home with the sky or a stampeding herd bigger than life that no one could tame goodbye John Wayne on I watch the man you projected on screen I tried to live up to that image I'd seen a soul of warm stone you never complain 
Goodbye, John Wayne Well, you saved the day You won every fight Yes, your record was clean Well, you always were right But not even you Could live up to your name Goodbye, John Wayne On we all knew you'd make it Even when you looked so tired And the way you handled love Oh, I used to admire But it only brought me Confusion and pain Goodbye, John Wayne On, yes, you had strength And that I can use But you never tried To let anyone through I can't live behind walls With my feelings in chains well, Goodbye, John Wayne Well, you saved the day And you won every fight Yes, your record was clean Oh, you always were right But no one should have to live up to your name Goodbye, John Wayne Oh, no one should have to live up to your name Goodbye, John Wayne Here on Northern Spirit Radio, we have today's guest, Jeff Morgan, for our Song of the Soul program. That was his song, Goodbye, John Wayne. You can find it on YouTube. I don't know if you can get it elsewhere. Do you happen to know where people can get a hold of such a wonderful song? Well, thank you. Well, I am not sure. I have searched on the internet myself and found old copies of my record available, but if you don't have a record player and you're all into streaming, I'm not sure where to get it. I believe in the next six months or eight months, I'm going to try to get my first four albums digitized, put out on the internet, because I like some of the songs that are there, and I would like to make sure that they're still available. That song, Goodbye, John Wayne, I don't know if you knew. I didn't know about it at the time when you first shared it. But do you know about a 1947 movie that John Wayne starred in and he produced called The Angel and the Bad Man? I don't think I do. There's something that's going to change your way you look at this song, by the way. Spoiler alert, close your ears now if you don't want to hear this. But in that movie, John Wayne falls in love with a Quaker girl who's nursing him back to health. And he decides he's willing to get killed rather than use his guns. He becomes a Quaker, which is who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Wow. (laughs) The Angel and the Bad Man. I think you can watch the full thing on YouTube, for that matter. Just watch it and have yourself a little merry treat and say, gee, he went a different way after that. 
And I believe that, you know, John Wayne was a person too. So he was, he had an image to live up to. And I think earlier in his life, that mattered more than later. Because I remember seeing a Barbara Walters interview when he talked about, well, when I meet God, he or she will, and he used both pronouns to describe God. And I thought, John Wayne said that God might be a female. So there are so many wonderful songs that you produced back in the 80s and 70s, 80s, including the ones I don't know anything about. Are there any songs that you wrote that got out there in the world that people would recognize performed by other folks? I mean, my country music, you know, the songs like She's Out There Dancing Alone or I've Got 2020 Vision But Only Looking Back or You're the Busiest Memory in Town. <laughs> um, you can find those more easily than you can find mine. And I don't know what this is. I have always envied folk songwriters who other people say, oh, gosh, I really want to learn to sing that song. And bless his heart, Peter Alsop was somebody who did perform two or three of my songs. Actually, one thing you probably can find Holly Near and Ronnie Gilbert and Arlo Guthrie and Pete Seeger recorded Take Back the Night, their second harp album. Ronnie was really funny. She said to me, she said, you know, I wanted her to sing this song on that tour because I wanted Pete to be singing it. <laughs> I wanted Pete to be singing Take Back the Night. So. Well, there's a lot of wonderful music that you've planted. But again, just recently with your retirement, you've taken back some of the song for yourself as well. Last year, you released an album called Morning Rising. You've told me that that's mainly what you want to share music from today. So how about starting us on Morning Rising, where we're going on that album? I was thinking that when you mentioned that I'm from New England, one of the gifts of having moved to the Northwest is that I have met many Lummi and Nooksack, Swinomish, Coast Salish people from different tribes in the area and become friends. The, one of the lessons that I have learned is that the place we are from is part of who we are that the earth and the land and the water and the air and the sky and the history and the experiences we have all become part of how we then experience the world from that point on and transform ourselves. So from that, I was able to write a little bit more because when I grew up in New England, indigenous names were just, they were names of Sachem's Head and the Mohegan Lodge and the Pequot Inn. They were road names and hills and rivers. And I just assumed that that's what their names were. I didn't really take the history of what it was. I didn't understand that. It wasn't part of my upbringing and education. So I've come back to learn more about that. And I wrote this next song, I Am This Land. I wrote for me to somewhat rediscovering what it was like to be from New England and include a little bit of that into that I am part of this place. So I did some writing about who I am and what, you know, I am of this place and what that means. And the song Jeff Morgan's referring to is I Am This Land from his album Morning Rising. I am of New England skies Hazy blue seagull cries Blood of salt and sea of foam Atlantic waters fill my bones I am of New England hills Forest trails 
deep and still Clabbered steeples tall and white And pilgrims praying through the night Of the ocean, of the sand Of green mountains where maples stand Earth and lightning forged by hands I am this land Born in the valley of ancient clans Pequot and Mohegan bands Scottish, English tall ships came They took the history Wrote their name Of the ocean Of the sand Of green mountains Where maples stand Earth and lightning Forged by hands I am this land Tear-stained mountains I was built Where every secret's living still Beneath the surface what's been done Is second-hand light from a second-hand sun It shimmers clear on lakes of glass Reflecting all people's past Of the ocean, of the sand Of green mountains where maples stand Earth and lightning forged my hands I am this land Seagull cries Blood of salt And sea of foam Atlantic waters Fill my bones Of the ocean Of the sand Of green mountains Where maples stand Earth and lightning Forged by hands I am this land I love a lot of the imagery and the wordplay that Jeff Morgan uses in that song, I Am This Land. The idea of blood of salt, sea of foam, Atlantic waters, fill my bones. I, all of that is so powerful. And there have been moments in my life when I felt those things. 
I felt that about the land or the wind or the water flowing by. And you capture it so beautifully in that song, Jeff. And again, that's on your album, Morning Rising. This is part of a spurt of songwriting that was basically put away for 30 plus years. When did you start writing again? I wrote a little bit all along. It was more, you know, for specific community events that I would write something to sing at those because I could sing. But I think that I started writing in earnest again in about 2016. I semi-retired then. I've still been doing some community work because (laughs) my nonprofit and musical retirement plan was never thought through. (laughs) I do need a little bit to subsidize my living now and kind of basic needs. But that became a focal point. And then in the last, I would say in the last 45 years, I've written quite a bit more. The pandemic was, for many people, being locked down was a very reflective time if you were able to shelter in place. So I was doing a lot of writing. One of the things that I did during that time, and just before I semi-retired, was I was working with a group. I, I am, have been really blessed to not be a musician full-time as a career because of the community work that I've gotten to do. I've met some of the most amazing people, gotten to work with some really inspiring. I am more inspired by other people than, of course, myself. As a writer, I get to reflect that, what inspires me. And I had started a group, we called it the Adverse Childhood Experiences Resilience Team. There was a study done in the 90s called the Adverse Childhood Experience Study, which looked at 10 common experiences that children could have in the home related to child abuse, living with somebody with a mental illness, substance abuse, domestic violence, and a couple of other things that they included, oh, family discord, which they measured through divorce, even though we know that sometimes discord disappeared when divorce happened. But some of that meaning that probably chronic trauma of fear or unpredictability in the household when you're growing up could lead to higher risk of multiple health and behavioral struggles later in your life. So they did this study, and it was really groundbreaking study. And I worked with a lot of people. So when they talk now about trauma-informed education and trauma-responsive work, you have to be aware that people come with experiences that you have to understand how they're interpreting and seeing why people don't trust might be because they couldn't. Their survival depended on not trusting people for a while. And so some of that became involved in the community work and the work with schools that I did. And I pulled this group of people together locally who... We called ourselves the ACEs Resilience Team. It was called the ACE Study and Resilience Team because we wanted to make sure it's like, how do you build resilience and hope in people despite trauma? So we met and mostly we were a support network of people who talked about what it was like to be doing this work. And I remember there was a principal of a middle school. We would go around and check in about um, how's it been going. This woman started with, you know, it feels like I am just underwater all the time. And as we went around, everybody spoke to, yeah, that's what it feels like. So there was this agreement that some of this work, it feels like you're trying to breathe underwater. So phrases like that, that became kind of a theme for a song that I collected a lot of the things that people said during the five years that we met and put it into the song called Break Surface. The gist of it was we learn to hold our breath longer when we go down and we come back up. And we're stronger because we are there together and we keep going. So I use a lot of the language from that group and wrote this song and dedicate it to them. 
song we're going to listen to now is Break Surface, written by Jeff Morgan, I think along with a couple other people. We'll talk about that in a moment. But right now, let's go deep and break surface. Constant fear as a child Affects what I see even now I scan through your face For a glimmer of grace And turn on the shift of your brow And I'm going under again But I'm calmer than I was before Holding your hand I break surface and then swim stronger for the shore We're all playing chess in a gale Leaning in, dripping in cold We open our mouths and no words come out We listen, not breaking the code I'm going under again But I'm calmer than I was before Holding your hand I break surface And then swim stronger for the shore But James reaches out with his fist It's so easy to push him away But pull him in close And whisper to his ghost That can leave when you ask him to stay And I'm going under again But I'm calmer than I was before surface and then swim stronger for the shore The darkness in places we've known The pain that you shared The courage you dared Are now with me wherever I go And I'm going under again But I'm calmer than I was before surface and then swim stronger for the shore holding your hand I break surface and then swim stronger for the shore Jeff Morgan told us that really each verse of that song collects stories that are part of 
the learning he did as part of his ACE group. That makes sense for me. I hadn't known that before, Jeff, because when I was listening to the song along the way, I was like, well, wait a minute, what's James doing in there? I thought there was a woman and who was, <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> the other thing that, I don't know if it confused, it intrigued me. I'm an international folk dancer, so I do dance in a lot of different time signatures. And that song is peculiar because it's in both 4-4 four, four and 3-4 times. Just did you lose the beat or what happened? How did it turn out that way? Mark, I think that is amazing. I also have done quite a bit of international folk dancing and music playing. So odd rhythms, nines and sevens, as opposed to fours and just threes and fives and an 11 and 13 are really familiar to me. But in that particular song, I felt like I wanted to go from the three, four time that the verse is in to the release of the four, four, which was smoother. And so I wanted that to always be like you've broken surface and you're, it's smoother, more of the pulse. You've got your stride in the water, right? your stroke, I guess. Your stroke. Yeah, there you go. So I think I, at times, neither of the two people who I wrote this with claimed what they needed to have their name on it. A man named Ray Walpaw and Richard Schultz, we got together because they were both in the group. One was an early educator, taught early childhood education up at Western, and another one was a musician, taught teachers how to use music with kids. And the two of them were in the group with us, and we got together and remembered everything that we were really excited about that we heard what I did is that we collected all of the phrases and all of the concepts and sort of the little stories that were there. And then I said, okay, I'll be the songwriter and put this together. I give them credit because the group was really who wrote this song. It was, it was their words, that idea of the kids who are aggressive in school and they don't need to be expelled. They need to be hugged and, or brought closer. They need to be acknowledged and seen. And when they're seen, and one of the verses in it is when the child is seen, when their anger is, is not seen as who they are, but they are seen for who they are, they can release some of the pain that they've carried around and they can finally begin to trust maybe there is a safe place for me. I do want to remind our listeners, they are tuned in to Song of the Soul. Our website, northernspiritradio.org. On our site, come by it. I'll connect you up to Jeff Morgan on his Facebook page. You want to follow him because he does not have a full website right at the moment. He's got better things to do in his life. And most of us lament how much of our time goes through our email and down the drain. So do come by NorthernSpiritRadio.org to connect with Jeff Morgan. And I'll point you to a place on YouTube where you can hear a number of his songs from his older albums. And you can buy his latest album morning rising download those songs straight from the internet so you can get a hold of some of this music from today and maybe in another six months as jeff says you'll be able to get the rest but when you do visit our site please post a comment on this interview on other interviews you listen to give us feedback we love two-way communication and that means you have to speak up because i talk too much as it is so please do reach out and let us know. There's also a place for you to donate to support Northern Spirit Radio. We are funded by listeners, not by government, not by corporations. That's a conscious decision we've made, and we really need your help in order to be sustainable. If you want to make this go on, please help out and know that we'll be listening to you. Again, Jeff Morgan's here. When I say he's here, he's actually in Bellingham, Washington State. 
quite a few miles away, although he started from the east, from New England, from Connecticut, down to Nashville, and on out there. And he's shared three songs so far, and I want to get three more in, so let's go for another one, Jeff. This next song was a hard song to write. It's about our family and about my sister. It's not 100% factual, but the gist of it is my sister and I had a conversation a few years ago about this part of her life that, let's see, how do you just say it? Um, She was sexually abused by my father. So we became a family of that secret. And my sister carried a lot of weight for holding us together because she didn't speak up deliberately because she didn't want the family to be split apart. And I really honor her for the hard life that she's lived and the commitment she's made to keeping the family as solid as she felt she could do. So I wrote this for her. I sent her a copy of it as soon as I wrote it and said, what do you think? Is it okay that I sing this song in public? And she said, well, it happened and I trust you. So this is for children who need to be believed when bad things happen. The song is Hear the Breakers Roar by Jeff Morgan. She was raised in a small New England town Hear the breakers roar Yankee born, always proud Hear the wind and breakers roar She chased her brothers along the sand Hear the breakers roar Her laughter down the shoreline Late one night, the angels fled Hear the breakers roar Her father crept into her bed Hear the wind and breakers roar Family secrets no one tells Promises down a wishing well Bottom of the ocean in a diving Gun and went next door. 
hear the wind and breakers roll Broken by love she shot a hole in the sky to hear the breakers roar Arrested and locked away that night to hear the Secrets no one tells Promises down a wishing well Bottom of the ocean in a diving bell I hear the wind and breakers roar Fifteen years she spent inside To hear the breakers roar His last note he apologized Hear the wind and breakers roll When they set her free Her dad had died Hear the breakers roar At a rainy grave She fell and cried Hear the wind and breakers roll Family secrets no one tells Promises down a wishing well Bottom of the ocean in a diving bell Hear the wind and breakers roar She sits and watches children play Hear the breakers roar Sees purple sand and sunny days Hear the wind and breakers roar She was raised in a small New England town Jeff Morgan is here with us today for Song of the Soul. And as you can tell by that song, he does not shy from looking at the broken places and the places that need healing. The things that are a lot of people that we have a hard time keeping our eyes centered on them. And Jeff fortunately can do that in that song, Hear the Breakers Roar. And Jeff, I think it speaks real highly of both you and of your sister that you could sensitively enough and she would trust you enough to convey such a momentous part of your family history. That really speaks very positively of both of you. Thank you. I admire my sister a lot. Again, not all of the details in that song are factual, but enough of them are that it's talking about really what we need to deal with in this world. So I thank you for doing that. And the other thing I would mention about this song is I had the feeling of some of the sea shanties, I guess coming from New England, you're supposed to be into that kind of thing. I was wondering if you in general like to sing like song circles. There's a monthly song circle here. So we've sung It Comes with the Plumbing here out of Rise Up Singing because it's been one of my favorites over the years. And if people don't know about the Rise Up Singing and the Rise Again songbooks, you've got such a treat ahead of you. Wonderful songbooks, especially for song service. And they have big print versions for baby boomers. Well, let's get in another song or two, if we can, here for Song of the Soul. Where do we go next? One of the things that happened during COVID is that that June, George Floyd was murdered. 
I think there was a period of time when I didn't know what to do during COVID. So I started Facebook posting every day a song and a little bit of an introduction to it. And during that time when George Floyd was murdered, I said, I need to write something. And so I, I wrote this song and posted it a couple of days after he died. Day is Coming was sort of one of my chants of this, the day is coming when we will have a reckoning and this will not be this way. We're going right into it. Stop waiting because day is coming.
That song, Day is Coming, is from the album Morning Rising by Jeff Morgan, as are all of the songs except the first one we heard today. Goodbye, John Wayne is from the 1980s when Jeff was performing back then. And Day is Coming is a song that I also just can't help but believe. I referred to the previous song as a sea shanty you'd be singing in a song circle. This one, I can imagine a crowd of people singing together. Have you put it out there for that yet? When I perform it at events, I ask people to join and sing. That chorus doesn't take long to learn. Or that verse that repeats itself. One of the gifts of having written songs for so long, over 50 years, is there are a lot of different genres and a lot of different opportunities and styles that this would be a good style for this moment or for this song. And this one, this particular, give it an opportunity for people to sing with it and kind of build a sense of refrain with it. I don't intend to be too daunting, but I'm wondering if this song belongs up there in the pantheon of songs, including Holly Near's Gentle Angry People, We Shall Overcome. It has that feeling, and fortunately, that's where I want to install it. Well, thank you. Thank you. I would, of course, be honored. And But again, if it's useful, I would love it to be used. Time for one last song and better scurry to it, I, I'm afraid to say, because I'd really like to have more time to sit and visit with you. It's fun to visit with you, Mark. Thank you. Well, this final song is one that I often close my concerts with now. It was also written during the pandemic when the vaccine was had finally been completed and they were talking about rolling it out. I was listened to an interview with someone from the CDC who was asked, so this is the light at the end of the tunnel. And the person said, no, it's not the light at the end of the tunnel, but it is a light in the tunnel. And I thought that makes me think of all of the ways in which we are in this tunnel often together and we are lights for one another. The small things and the kindnesses we share and the ways that we pay attention to one another and the ways in which we are compassionate are the lights in the tunnel that keep us moving, that keep us knowing we're going in the right direction. And this song is for that, because that means a lot to me. I hope that someone once would say, well, you were kind of a light in the tunnel for me. Well, folks, we've run out of time, unfortunately, for our visit with Jeff Morgan. There's a lot more, and I'm sure I'll have you back, Jeff, when you're ready for it. This song is Light in the Tunnel, his recent album. You can get all of the music from Morning Rising. I'll have a link to Jeff Morgan's Facebook page on northernspiritradio.org. Jeff, again, thanks so much for being transformative in my life, carrier of message, insight, and caring that this world needs so much, and you've been living it out. And thank you so much for joining me today for Song of the Soul. You're so welcome. Thank you, Mark. It's a pleasure. Here is Light in the Tunnel by Jeff Morgan. See you next week for Song of the Soul. Woke up this morning, still was dark. My chest out of rhythm and a weary heart. Body sweating, pain in my head. I dragged myself out of my bed. And on the horizon, three fading stars still Start, there's a light in the tunnel, a crack in the dark, a light in the tunnel. It's not the end, but there's a light in the tunnel, a few feet ahead. Yeah, light in the tunnel. Yeah, light in the tunnel. Oh, a light in the tunnel. Yeah, light in the tunnel. 
the sidewalk I hear a sound Look over my shoulder and I'm all alone There's only an echo when my shoes hit the street My hands in my pockets, I can't feel the beat When I reach the corner, yellow cab going by Waits as I cross, nods and we smile There's a light in the tunnel Yeah, a light in the tunnel Oh, a light in the tunnel Yeah, a light in the tunnel Sky, cold wind howling rattles the night, blows under my window, the chill goes deep, the pilot light flickers and I can't sleep, I look out the window, flood covers this town, rivers of kindness, hopes raining down, there's a light in the tunnel, day's about to start, there's a light in the tunnel, a crack in the dark, you light in It's not the end, but there's a light in the tunnel A few feet ahead, yeah, light in the tunnel Light in the tunnel On the horizon, three fading stars Still holding tight, but not that far The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.